take over doubt, we gon' make it Show the world that I shine in our greatness Keep it real, never gon' fake this Till we make it, till we make it Taking off, flying high like a spaceship Take control, take All right, welcome back, everybody Stephen Jones in the house Stephen Jones, uh, he's, you're back on the podcast You made it back I made it back So I asked you to come back because we had like Landon, how many people did we have? A lot of people said that they loved your episode Oh man, dang! I just you know, truth speaks loudly. It's nothing that's mine. You know what I mean? I think I kind of want to have you coming back like regularly. Let's do it, man! I'm down to do it. I'd love it. So you're kind of a comedian. You're kind of an, a motivator. You're kind of a dude. How do you describe yourself? I say inspirational comedian, but I mean, I'm just really, I'm just me. I'm Stephen Jones. You're kind of you're pretty dynamic, though. The, one of the things that like I think is interesting actually is uh, I recently. Cause on the last show I've talked about how like, you know, if you want to go here, do go to this place. If you want to go there, go to this place, like social media. And I recently just changed it. I changed it to just Steven Jones is real. All the same thing just one place. Cause I'm tired of like trying to put myself in a box Yeah. and just everything is everything. And I'm me, you know what I mean? Not to make it broad, but just, I, I can't just be. People need to go follow you. Cause you have a really good way of like having a good message, yeah. an uplifting message, but then like doing it with comedy. And that's hard to do. Like, yeah. I, I think people are either really funny, but they can't be taken serious or they're too serious and they're not funny at all. But like you, you're able to talk about things and like, like parenting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause parenting is, it's hard. It's, but it can be really funny too. If you have like a, a, a different outlook on it. Right. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, th but the thing is though, it's just me. And I feel like some people are whatever they are, but I mean, that's who I am. And that's just people. You might say it's hard, but for me, it's just who I am. Yeah. So, yeah. This is the shake the earth podcast. And Stephen Jones, you're an earth shaker. Do you believe it? <laughs> Shake it like a soul Some, shaker. I don't even know why I got this. this, this that, that, I went there. I went there on that. <laughs> why did I say that? I don't know. <laughs> so I wanted to have you come on because about well, a couple of years ago, you did like this piece on, yeah. on like decisions. Yeah. How do you help people make decisions mm -hmm. that are going to impact the future? Don't live day to day. Like I always tell people this. Yeah. Grab your hand and put it in front of your face. Yeah. And then grab your finger and put it in front of your eye. And like Whoa. that finger is really small relative to the rest of the world. But oh. some people have make decisions based on only what they see uh, in front of their eye. Yeah. So like remove those things. And how do you, how do you make decisions, whether it's a career change or mm. like a relationship thing, or uh, a lot of people want to start businesses. It seems like that's a cool thing to do. Yep. yep. Or, um, you know, relationships, whatever it might be. Yeah. Like, how do you, um, and you talk about that, you go into depth yeah. on this, you know, on this talk and it's on YouTube. People should go check it out. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, when you put your hand up, I was like, you, you kind of went a different way. I was like, your hand is bigger than your finger. Like, no, that's not where you were going. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, Oh, the hand is different. No, no, no. Uh, listen, there's, there's one question that I've, that I've asked myself that helps me put life into perspective. But I mean, what you got to do is you kind of, I want to give you just a little bit of background. Like at one point in my life, like I really finally, finally came to a conclusion. Like I know what I'm going to do. Like I've decided, I've chosen, I know what it's going to be. It was clear. The vision was there. I'm like, I'm going forward. I'm moving. And all of a sudden, boom, like I failed. Like it didn't work. And I just was like stopped in my tracks but then the, that whole failure is really like stepping myself back and moving on again. It wasn't necessarily the idea, but it was just maybe I just needed to switch it up a little bit. And so in that process, it really taught me a lot about myself. It taught me about a lot about, you know, help me understand what I really, really want. 
and how to make better choices. Not just, I mean, like this, this was like a career choice, you know? Yeah. And you, but, you uh, talk a little bit about that on the previous yeah, podcast, yeah. but like you, you kind of hit the scene 2008, 2009, yeah, yeah. like you were super, you were super popular. You came out with some really good content and uh, you kind of had an idea of what you wanted to do. Yeah. And then, and then you always, you've said this a couple of times, but you're yeah. like, then reality set in. Yeah. I got married. Yeah. I had to figure out what life insurance was or uh, health insurance was. Yeah. I had to figure out what utilities were like, yeah, it's hard. That's a hard thing to, to come to grips with. Yeah. Well, people, something that you got to understand and everybody like we never, a lot of times we put our career with our purpose and we have to like, not that you shouldn't have a career that is purposeful, but what I'm saying is th 200 years ago, nobody worked for like, like, like the industrial revolution hasn't been going on that long in the history of the world, you yeah. know? And so I feel like we're in this really interesting time where it's like, what should I do with my life? How do I choose? There's what so I'm many do? options, right? There's so many options. Yeah. Is, and it's kind of, we've combined like our livelihood with our purpose. And like, if we're not fulfilling our purpose and we're not doing it in our job, like it has to be our job and it can be. But I feel like that's where a lot of the friction comes from. That's deep because 200 years ago, people were just working to stay alive. People worked to stay alive. It was all, it was very agricultural. You know what I mean? Like we, there was, a, there was divisions in society, but a lot of like, nobody woke up Same. like back in like, you know, 1500s and we're like, man, you know what? I'm just, not, I don't know if I'm really feeling like. This I gotta is, go find I'm, myself. I gotta go find, you know, people just, if you, you played instruments, nobody got paid <laughs> <laughs> to play an instrument, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nobody got paid to do stuff like that. People just did it and people would watch them and people, you know, people enjoyed it because that's what they like to do. And then they would live on a farm and they would feed their family and they would do all that kind of stuff, you know? But it's just isn't it interesting? You yeah. Know? Yeah, it's a different it's a different way to look at it. But like yeah. now we I feel like we have so much we have so much abundance. Oh, so yeah. much abundance with everything, with technology, with resources, with money, like just living the way that people live here in the United Spoiled. States, we're, we are living in abundance. And I don't think we realize it. And so we kind of get stuck yeah. and we're like, well, what am I going to choose? So, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what happened with me. And, um, and in that whole process, like I had to come to a conclusion of, you know, how I was going to do it. So things were going well, but then, you know, life hit and I'm like, okay, I got to make, I got to get health insurance, but that's kind of crazy. That's a whole nother topic, man. Health insurance is all the same. If you like, I've, I've, I've been on health insurance and not, and it's just, you're either paying for it. You're paying the same. It really is the same. Anyway, we're not going to get into <laughs> health insurance, <laughs> but those are the things that drive us to make decisions. Yeah. Like, and like, that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. those little things, like, like putting your finger in front of your eye. Yeah. Like that could be the, that could be the decision. And it is the deciding point for a lot of people. It's like, well, this, this job or this opportunity has life insurance. Yeah. This one doesn't, but I would be more fulfilled yeah. doing this other one, but yeah. I'm going to go with security because, yeah. because that, that life insurance or that health insurance, I keep calling it life insurance either or yeah. right. Whatever it is yeah. or benefits or whatever it might be. And this is where you're going. And I don't want to cut you off, but yeah. like your aha moment was like, I want to make decisions that impact forever. Did you whisper that forever? Yeah. Say that again. Did you hear me? Like, like, listen, listen, like the most fulfillment that I feel, and this is where it came from, like literally. So if you, get, if you give a little bit of background, I, the first job I had, I actually worked for a company that I did a gig for. I did a Christmas party for their corporate. I, did, I was a corporate entertainer for their annual Christmas party. This is I, a big company. 
they, it's it's huge company. now, huge. Yeah. At the time, it was growing fast. It was like a decent size. Like I mean, like there's like, and so I performed for this company in December. Then I turn around and I end up uh, like applying for a sales position. Technology because I wanted at the time I wanted to uh, to do organizational behavior, and I was like, okay, I want to get an MBA. You got to have work experience. That's another story, though. You yeah. know, and so. I, I go to this job and it's like, I just was performing for them. It's kind of humbling. It's like, I just like, I was like, I oh, man, I came in and did the performance and I'm like, okay guys, let's go and let's just uh, make some sales here now. You know, right. <laughs> right. And so here I am at the very bottom and people are like, I would like all the people like two months ago were like, that was, man, that was legit. That was so cool. And like, I'm like, Hey guys, I'm just gonna, I got that sale, you know, but it was humbling. Totally changed. Like that's totally, a totally changed, man. My mindset. Like I mean, I was not a technical person. I'm working for a technology company, and it felt like we talked about this last time, man. It yeah. felt like prison. The first day I went to work, I came home, and this is no joke. I came home, and I literally I cried. Like I was on the bed, and I was like, "What in the world?" Like I was just like, "What have I done? Like what have I gotten myself into?" And I remember I like... Do you think you felt that way because it was such a departure from where you envisioned yourself going? I and, think, and then also maybe a realization that like this, in order to make money, in order to pay for health insurance, I've got to do this. Like, isn't that stupid? Like that is the most... And I, and I, every ounce and every minute that I was there, it is like I benefit from that experience all day long, right? But that inner struggle was like the idea of like, I'm not really aligned with like who I am really. You know what I mean? But that, but that could be just a story I'm telling myself too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was easy for me to like blame and say like, nah, man, my wife, or she, she, you know, she's scared. And like, I don't, I'm, but I was really scared. Yeah. I was really scared. Like I, as a provider, like wanting to, you know, move on with my life and, and continue to progress. Like, but in that whole situation, I remember the CEO of the company good dude, man. Like he, he noticed that I was kind of struggling like after a couple of weeks and he actually sat down with me, man. He said, Hey, like, this is what he told me. And I'll never forget. Like he took the time, like of this huge company. He said, Hey, I want to talk to you. And I came and I met with him in his office. And this is what he told me. He says, man, I want to see you hitting home runs, man. Like, what can we do like to do it? And he's like, what do you want to be? You want to be an entertainer? Cause I mean, is that what, like, what do you want? And he gave me this example and he's like, he talked about his his brother who's like this like he's like amazing at coding like he but he's also he's very um he's basically good at both he's like if you could be technical and creative is basically what he concluded then you could like man you could you just could walk anything. in and people could just write you a check yeah for whatever you want and so really what i came to the point of is like i wanted to quit so bad like i wanted to quit every single day but we had this guy, he's actually a mentor of mine. He came in and he told me this story. And this is where the whole, like, the question came from. The question was that I asked myself is, will this matter in a thousand years? And this is where it originated. So yeah. he came to me and he said, I was on this plane with this guy. And uh, it's a young guy, 30 years old, something like that. He's, you know, he's in his 50s. And he's saying, like, as we were talking, right before he left, he said, this is, the questions are powerful. Because he's talking about, he's doing the sales training. And he said, I asked this guy this question. He, I said, where were you 100 years ago? And where will you be in 100 years? And will your family be there with you? And he said, I can help you answer that question. Yeah, here's my card. I'll talk to you. If you want to know, let me know. And so from that point, I realized myself, I like, I changed it to a thousand years. And I said for myself, I was like, I want to do something that will matter in a thousand years. 
And here where I am at this company, I can choose to like hate it every day or I can make it the best. I don't want to leave this place until I like figure this out. Yeah. And so I did. You, how long were you there? I was there for like two and a half years almost. Okay, three, I was going to say you were there for a long years, time. Yeah. And I figured, time. I was like, look, if, if I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here. If I'm going to, if I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay. If I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave. Yeah. And, and that's one of the biggest things is like choice is the biggest part of this whole scenario. So, so I kind of got into that as well last time, right? With my previous company, like either, either stop complaining about where you're at Amen. or make the decision to move forward and Amen. change, change your environment. And yeah. I think a lot of people that are listening, they might be in a tech job like you were for two and a half years, or they might be going through a rough time right now. They might be going through drug addiction. They might be going through a divorce. They might be going through uh, an identity crisis, right? They might be going yeah. through a midlife crisis, which are real. Yeah. But I think the principles are the same. Listen, that situation, those two and a half years changed my life. Like I will not, I cannot complain about a dang thing. The things that happened to me, I use those skills now. So in the well, moment, it's kind of cemented your idea, yeah. your, your like oh, your purpose. Yeah. It really, yeah. it really know, forged it, it for you. I know even more now what I want, and so this is something that I thought that I recently have learned in like, and I this is this a mentor is of mine. His name is Michael Bailey. This is another guy that I was talking to, and it's the idea of choice. It's, it's, it's so, so he, this, let me just give you this example, okay? So he says, okay, I want you to imagine, and I'm gonna just, I'm gonna act like I'm talking like him and I'm gonna talk to you, okay? okay. He said to me, he says, I want you to imagine that uh, I got two ice cream cones. I got, I got chocolate in my left hand, I got vanilla in my right hand, okay? And he says, now, just we're at right now, which okay. one do you want? I'm asking so you. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be so, you. I'm gonna say- Chocolate I'm gonna in my say, left, vanilla yeah. in my right. Yeah. And I'm just gonna ask you for real. This, so I'm not gonna say what I did, I'm gonna ask you. Okay. Right? okay. So chocolate in my left, I am chocolate though. Anyway, chocolate <laughs> in my left, vanilla in my right. Which one do you want? Vanilla. You want vanilla? Okay, so now let's suppose that I give you the chocolate. chocolate okay. okay, so the chocolate's in my left hand, I give you the chocolate, and then you? I take it. You take it, okay? So you take it, and now I say to you, which one do you have? Chocolate. Now, but which one did you want? Vanilla. Well, why do you have, why do you have the chocolate? Because I took it from you. I grabbed it. Because you grabbed it. So now, what do you think most people would say? They would probably blame it on you, right? This is what you gave me. Yeah, most people, I've done this to so many people, and I say, because it changed my life. Like I said, most people say, because you gave it to me. Yeah. Most, I want to say, nine out of 10 people will say, right off the bat, you gave it to me. Instead of saying, because I took it. Because I took it. But the real reason is, because you chose I, it. I chose it. I took it from you. And so Michael said to me, he said, Stephen, it's, it's, it's not about what you want all the time. It's about what you, what you choose. And I was just like, Poof. your head, your, oh, your ear started. Bleeding. How many, well, how many times do we like, man, this is like, we blame everything and you want. It's so easy though. It feels so good so, to blame I want somebody a man, else. I, but I know what I want. No, most people don't even know what they want, right? Most people don't even know what they want. Most people, they have stuff, but like they don't realize that they chose it. Yeah. They don't even realize like, you know, I keep on, I mean, I this job, like, no, you can choose, you can choose to leave. If you're going to leave, Choose to leave. If you're going to stay, choose to stay. And that choice is powerful. So I had, last week I had a, a young man who I know, he's uh, 20 years old, reach out to me and say, hey, can I go to lunch? Can, you, can we go to lunch? I want to talk to you. So I said, yes. This story, this little anecdote ties directly into what you just said right now. I know this person quite well. We sit down. It's been probably several months since I've met with him. Mm -hmm. And I say, hey, what are you doing? You know, you're 20 years old. You're out of high school. You're kind of expecting yourself to be at a certain point when you're 20 years old. Mm -hmm. I know I did. 
And he tells me, yeah, I want to start a business like you do. I want to start this business. I want to start this business. And then I want to be some trade profession. And I said, those, those are all, all three of those things are really good things. Mm-hmm. Like, those are great things. And then I just said one thing okay. and I, and I said, are you going to do it? Just drop the mic. Are you going to do it? And, and then his question was, I, yeah, I want to do it. And I said, everybody <laughs> wants to do certain things. And I'm not saying this because I'm, I'm an expert in anything, nah. but I said, everybody wants to do something. I want to be on a beach right now. Yeah. You know, I want to go be doing something else. Good job. But yeah. are you going to do, there's a complete difference. And I think yeah. people mm. oftentimes they get enamored with what they want to do or what they yeah. see other people doing mm. that they actually get blinded to what it takes to mm. do those things. Yeah. So what I did was I grabbed a napkin. This is like the most cliche thing, but I grabbed a napkin at the restaurant. <laughs> I, I put down a budget for him. I said, okay, if you want to start this business, you know, selling stuff on Amazon or whatever, whatever you want to do, I said, here's what's going to cost you. Here's what you're going to need to do. And, and then not, not only that, but your time commitment on mm-hmm. your end. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, the net, net of the conversation was like, wow, maybe I don't want to do that because it's going to be either hard or it's going to take too much time. Yeah. And I'm like, if you think you can start two or three businesses at one time, like, good luck. Like yeah. I've tried, I've, I've, I've tried to do things like that. But what I noticed is what you put your, what I call T E F, oh, right? Yeah. Tef, Amen. time, yeah. energy, like and focus. If you put those three things into anything, yeah, a relationship, a business, Yep. An idea, an opportunity, your body, exercise. Say it again. Time, Time energy, energy, and focus. Woo. I just wrote this down probably four or five years ago because I was getting so spread thin on things mm. that it, it though everything boils down to those things. Whether it's money or resources, that could be that could be viewed as energy, right? Yeah. Money is energy. Uh-huh. It is. Resources are energy. Mm-hmm. Focus. Where are you going to direct that energy? Mm. And then time. You cannot. You cannot expect good things to happen and, and good decision-making unless you take the time and make Ooh. the time, right? Yeah. It's just not going to happen. So time, energy, and focus is kind of my thing. I always say it. So if I'm walking around the office and it's like, anybody hears me say TEF, yeah. they know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. Time, energy, focus. This thing makes me, remember, it makes me of Winnie the Pooh. Tut, tut, was it was Tigger? Tigger? Like, TTFM. Well, I don't even know. What did it say for? Anyway, that was a tangent, but anyway, anyway. By T-T-F- the way, this T-T-F- this podcast brought to you by Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Oh, honey, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, Christopher Robin. Okay, that was my that was my Winnie the Pooh. Tigger. So, anyway. so how do you live your? So how that aha moment of like a thousand years? Yeah, you've been doing that for a couple years now, right? Yes. How does that impacted your family and like? Listen, your obviously, you made a big career change and huge, like you're doing different things. Huge. And the thing is, and that was kind of where I was going with the. Uh, I failed. What I failed at was. Long story short, I basically went hopping from company to company. I went to three different companies and I finally came to the last one. I just, I went in one day and I was like, I'm done. I quit. <laughs> like, uh, in all respect, you know, and they were cool with it, you know, but I, it was a leap. And so um, the thousand years thing came from like, I remember one day, this is, this is the moment. I haven't even told you this. I haven't told anybody this. I was on a stage and this is when I first started doing comedy and I was doing this joke and I was talking about how like, First of all, I was like, hey, ladies, by a round of applause, is money the most important thing? Like, wouldn't you say? Like, money's important, but it's not the most important thing. And all the ladies would be like, yes, that's so true. And I'm like, shut up. (laughs) 
you are lying. You know that you care about that money, right? And I say, like, girls, if you're at a campus and a, and a girl asks you, what's your major? What they're really asking you is, how much money are you going to be making? What's your earning potential? What's your earning potential? And then they'll say, the follow-up will be, when do you graduate? And I'm like, that's not what they mean. What they really mean is, when will you be making that money, right? And so I remember I was on the stage and like in the middle of the thing, like there was just this really like almost awkward, but just passionate moment where I was like, I was talking to this scenario and I was telling this girl that I want to be a teacher. And I remember being on the stage and like, it just like, it almost was like, in that moment, I realized like, that is really what I want to do. Like, I love entertaining. And like the crowd, it wasn't like anybody cheered or nothing. They were just kind of like, oh, Huh. And we kind of like shared this moment, like, he really wants to be a teacher. And I was like, yeah, I really want to be a teacher. And it kind of just, you know. And then that whole thing yeah, started man. the whole process of you applying to knew, be an instructor. I, bro, I knew. It's like, I am in my bones, man. I love to help and edify people, man, and just help them understand who they, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so from the last episode, you, you are like a religion professor, religion teacher, teacher instructor yeah. I, yeah. here in Utah. Uh, and you have, you have, uh, how many youth do you teach every day? A hundred every day. I mean, it's different, but I mean, i mostly every semester I'll have about 180 students. 180 students. 180 students. Yeah. And you're impacting them for good and yes. you're teaching them religion and you're yes. teaching them self-confidence skills and you're teaching them how to study scriptures and, and, and yeah. kind of tie that uh, relationship into, into their lives. Most fulfilling get the hardest thing I've ever done and most fulfilling thing I've ever done. But the thing is it will matter in a thousand years. Yeah. So like when I had that, that, that insight, when I'm going back to when I was at that technology company, right. You know, I went through and I did entertainment and I love doing entertainment. I love it. Like I love it. Right. And so now I'm kind of combining both of them together. And so while I was going through that whole process, like that was the question that I was like, you know, will this matter in a thousand years? Like even on the small day to day stuff, it's like, am I going to really, you know, people say like, are you going to cry over spilled milk? It's like, it, like I'll be in like a little friction moment with my wife. We'll be just and I and literally on my screensaver, I have, will it matter in a thousand years? And like all this, I remember one day I was like, we we're kind of like, kind of like arguing a little bit. And I like went in the door and I like, you know, I went inside the room and I saw my desktop and it said, will it matter in a thousand years? And I was like, no, it, it doesn't. Right. And so I like, you know, we apologize. It just like we worry about stuff that doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. Even even like career stuff doesn't really matter it, unless you're actually doing. I, like I just had that realization right now. Like what I'm doing, is it really, does it going to matter really? And it comes down to like a really limited number of things that are going to matter. One is my family, my girls, my wife, my mom and my dad, yeah. my in-laws, my, my close connections. Like I could on my hand really limit the things that are going to matter. And, and you know what that does is that really alleviates me from a lot of pain. Pressure. And yeah. And pressure. Like, is that going to matter when that guy cuts me off in the road? Listen, no, not make, at all. Listen, uh, I love Steve Harvey. This is another quote that I talked about last time. He said, your gift, no, he said, your talent is how you're paid. Your gift is why you're made. And if you're not using your gift, if you're not like, like being you, that is what I feel like what most people are saying is they want to have a chance to really be themselves. And, but we tie it too much into our career. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like yep. maybe you just need a hobby. You know what I mean? But you still got to pay the bills, man. Don't be going off and like just like 
like dropping everything yeah. and not have a plan and your family's struggling. Don't be doing that because then you're going to affect your family, you know? Yeah. But do be you and, and stop making excuses about how like, oh man, I, I don't have all this. I don't have any time. You're lying. You're lying. Like if, if you gave somebody a billion dollars and said, do this thing, they're like, well, I don't have enough time. Like, I'll give you a billion dollars. They'd be like, okay, yes, I'll be there at five. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't lie to yourself and say you ain't got no time. Yeah. Because pick whatever it is that you're making excuses about and be like, if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, I'll give you a billion dollars or, or, or on the opposite end, say there's a gun in your face, right? <laughs> and they say, be there at five tomorrow. You'd be like, I'll be there, right? <laughs> what do you want me it's wearing? It's all about, like, it's just- it, the, like, You know what's crazy? It, the things of most value, which are like, I, like my things of most value, my two daughters, my wife, my family are oftentimes the things we trade off for the immediate gratification of our careers. And then you know what you do? You end up wanting to spend money because you knew that you were lying to yourself the whole time to make up for the time that you weren't there with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you say, yeah, it's kind of this weird cycle that we put ourselves into decision making. Listen, look, so thinking, thinking about like a thousand years now, what are the things that I can be investing time into that are going to have the biggest impact on that thousand years? My, it's my girls, right? The relationship with people. Yeah. How, did it, was I able to help that person yeah. or invest in, in, in being able to provide opportunities for people? Yes. That's, that's that kind of, dude, you kind of shook me today. Amen, man. I'm, look, 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 this is, this is real life. And I know we're kind of coming to a, coming to an end on this, but Around this same time, this is all happening at the same time in my community, you know, where I go to church, like I was, I was an ecclesiastical leader, right? And so we visited people like naturally in our, in our area, right? And so in our area where we were, there was a huge retirement community. And so on a weekly basis, I'm meeting with elderly people. I'm a 30 something years old guy. And I'm, I'm, I'm this young guy meeting with people that are in their seventies, eighties, right? These are people who like left everything. I'm talking like many people were successful. They left everything and they're living in these little you know rambler homes so they could be close to family and if you go and you talk to him i remember one man i sat there down on his on his couch and this is the kind of stuff i would hear this is the stuff that they would say you know i'm gonna wake up early in the morning and i'm gonna wear i'm gonna watch the sunset simple simple stuff basic man. and i'm just like i'm sitting there scrambling around trying to be like what am i gonna do with my life and they're like i'm you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna wake up tomorrow i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the sunset and I'm just like, you know, if you talk to a person who's elder, like closer to the end of their, of their life, you know what they talk about? They talk about family. They, they talk about the stuff that matters forever. That's what they talk about. And no, I don't care what religion you are. That's what they talk about. That's probably an indication of where our focus needs to be. Younger people, I hey, think. Amen. All right. Is it going to matter in a thousand years? That's the question. That's the question. So... So if somebody's listening to this and they're like, gosh, what do these guys talk about today? The, the real question is, and, and they have to answer this. People have to answer this. We can't answer it for them, right? Yeah, yeah. So they have to have that realization of what, if what they're doing, what they're working on, that relationship that might be ruined or on the potential of ruin, yeah. can it be saved, you know? Yeah. And is it going to matter in a thousand years? And there's an impact on your life when you start thinking that way. Yeah. You really only can control yourself. You know, BMW has this, uh, 
uh, and this podcast is not sponsored by BMW, <laughs> but they have this ad that I actually really like and I quote it all the time and I keep waiting for somebody to call me out on it and say, that's the BMW ad. All it says is the ultimate demonstration of power is control. Ooh. Right. The ultimate demonstration of power is control. And I really like that because oftentimes going back to your point of what the ice cream cone I take, it's, we have more control than we think we have. People don't really believe that. I think a lot of people don't. And the ones that do, I think are the ones that are closest to figuring things out. And maybe going full circle with what you said, maybe it is valuable to think big, but then on the day-to-day in the small choices, make, making those small choices one at a time based on that bigger vision of where you're trying to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I think there is maybe, not to say that like, cause I know what you meant, but I'm saying like taking the day-to-day, like where am I at? I know I want to be over there and, and this, this cut out all the crap, man, and just focus on the stuff that really matters. Yeah. There's very few things that make big differences, you know? It really is a series of small decisions, right, that may have a big impact. Yeah. Daily living. Yeah. Daily bricklaying we talked about last time. And that control comes from the consistency, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. We are going to tie this up. Ask yourself the question, is it going to matter in a thousand years? Stephen Jones, thanks for coming on. We're going to have you come on again. Love it. I think next time we ought to have you do some comedy, though. Let's do something fun, man. This was like, this was deep. You, started, was go, you started going into the comedy. And I was hoping you were going to go more, and then you got serious. And then I was like, all right, we're going to go serious. <laughs> we're going to go serious. We can do it. We can, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. All right. Thanks for listening to the Shake the Earth podcast. If you got any questions, let us know. You can hit us up on email. Leave us a review if you like what you're hearing, um, or if you want feedback, or you want to have somebody on the show, let us know. But I appreciate you uh, taking some time to listen to us.